0: You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. 149 in Rootsport and W265CG Tuscaloosa. A Town Square media station. What may to be? You could forget about it. Touchdown Alabama. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Alabama first and 10 on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown.
1: I'm just wondering if your listeners know how good a football player you were. Uh, I can still see you playing that fullback, knocking those players out of of the way. And I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember
2: when we came
1: to center and you playing fullback up there. And I saw you in the weight
2: room and watch the workout watch in the weight room. If you could pick up, you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it, and I back to take it back to
1: the test.
3: Good morning, Martin Martin Houston show on Tide 100.9 on your radio dial, the Martin Houston show with Martin and Xavier, also broadcasting on the Martin Houston Radio Network on Facebook, including Martin Houston fan page, Martin J. Houston personal, X and O Sports, Tide 100.9 Alabama tradition, as well as on YouTube at Martin Houston Live and on Twitter at Martin Houston 35 uh, Closing in on uh, uh, hitting a milestone on uh, Twitter. Uh, Hadn't had done a lot out there, but um, probably going to give whoever happens to be uh, that thousandth um, follower is going to uh, win a prize for somebody uh, that's in the, in the kitty already. So tell your friends and family, uh, to like it, and you might be the one who actually wins uh, a prize. So we'll be working that as we head toward the football season. And speaking of the football season, uh, tomorrow is a big day. So we'll be breaking that down as part of the conversation uh, this morning as Alabama prepares prepares for their first big scrimmage. So. We'll be talking about that, and as as we do on Fire Sale Friday, we can always go back and pick up topics and conversations that we didn't necessarily get to that we started throughout the week, so if you have something you'd like us to go back and talk about, uh, you can bring that to the table. Also, we will uh, be breaking down um the the scrimmage or, or giving our opinions really of uh, the scrimmage. So we'll look at uh who's gonna get the first rushing touchdown of uh the camp, who's uh of course we're gonna probably gonna be Bryce Young, but who's gonna get the first pass touchdown, of course uh that's the receiver and uh the person receiving it and the quarterback throwing it. We'll also look at the first sack, the first um, interception. Uh, we'll, we'll look at all of those. And then, of course, who's going to be the breakout player? Who's going to be the first player that Nick Saban's mentions in the spring? I mean, in the post scrimmage uh, uh, press conference. So we can break out all of those things. Uh, and of course, it's just the guesstimate and, and who. So that's just getting us ready for the season when we'll be pl- picking our players of the game and our leading rushers of the game, et cetera. So we're going to have a little bit of that fun today and want to invite you to get in on that conversation. Uh, so I want to remind you that this is a day that the Lord has made. So uh, let's rejoice and be glad in it. Take some time today to notice someone, love someone, serve someone, be the difference you want to see in the world today. Good morning, X. How you doing, sir? Good morning. Doing well. How are you? All right, doing doing well, doing well. So, uh, before we get into that conversation, uh, a little update on uh, recruiting um, for the Alabama Crimson Tide. I'll let you share that with our listeners.
4: Yes, Alabama landed four-star offensive lineman out of East St. Louis, Miles McVeigh. This is a mountain of a man already sending it. Six foot seven, 350 pounds. So excited to see what he's going to bring to the table for the University of Alabama.
3: Yeah, another, another big one. Um, another, another big, uh, uh literally, figuratively, another big get for Alabama. Um, Football. So it's going to be interesting to see what ultimately happens, uh, with this offensive line haul. Uh, look like it's uh, on its way to becoming a, one of Bama's better offensive line, uh, holes. So, um, speaking of, uh, wide receivers, look like, uh, some, some guys just can't get out of their own way. What you got in terms of that?
4: Yeah, this isn't luckily for Alabama fans. A current player, but a at one point fan favorite, um, Ajay Hall was arrested for criminal mischief, a misdemeanor in in Texas. So, it sounds like he's still being that from the rumors, that class clown, go- goofy jokester. But this time, it cost him a little bit more. There are rumors that it had to do with him taking a boot off of his car. We don't know for sure yet. But, you know, hopefully for a guy that is as talented as he is, he can get it together, whether it be at Texas or even somewhere else, because don't know how long that leash is due to his history during this time
3: in Alabama. Yeah, unfortunately, a young man can't get out of his own. Um... Mm. Yeah, can't get out of his own way. Um uh, unfortunately. Um so maybe maybe he will and, and like you said this is a this is a misdemeanor and it was probably some prank he thought was funny and all that but when you got a reputation um it, it it precedes you sometimes and things that wouldn't make the news and be a big deal for others become stories for you. So hopefully this young man I don't wish anything ill, uh, you know, on, on this young man. So um, I, I hope he gets gets his life straightened out and is able to to um, get things right out there. Uh, now I'm trying to figure out, um, well, you know, how we do our countdown. Um, and so Mason, before we get to uh, uh, a couple other things before we get into uh, the, the scrimmage, and I want you guys to be getting your your list right. First touchdown. Uh, first, who's going to throw the first touchdown? Who's going to catch the first touchdown? Who's going to run the first touchdown? Who's going to be the leading rusher? Who's going to be the breakout player? Who's going to be first sack? First, um, first interception? You know, etc. We, we we can get we can get into all of that good stuff. Uh, and, uh, and, and and just getting us a little game prep, you know, as the football team practices for the fall. We have to practice for the fall here on the show, make sure we're ready for, you know, players of the week and, and making our assessments. But, Mason, I'm trying to figure out um, who is Jabril Washington? <laughs> hey, Jabril won three titles here. I didn't say I didn't say what he you can you could pick a, a walk on that won three titles here. I asked you who is he? Um, <laughs> he, was a, uh,
0: he was a he was a excuse me he was a he was a he was a cornerback that played here from uh, I believe it was what was it 2000 I think it was like 2011 2014. Is that what I'm is that what it, is that what it was Martin? Are you looking at it? Yeah.
3: Yeah, 2011, I think it was. So, a lot
0: so. of t- it basically just came down to one of these <clears throat> situations where it was uh, a bit difficult to find a number or a player who had won the number 23. So had limited options, and it kind of came down to either him or a guy uh, named Robbie Green, who had unfortunately been suspended from the team a handful of times. So I chose not to include him on the list. Well, well, uh, I, reached okay, out, I, so I, I been, did reach out to Ryan been, Fowler, and he couldn't think of any either. So I think I uh, I, I, I I exhausted my options.
3: Yeah, I I had a teammate named Eric Washington, and uh, he wore number 23. Uh, So, this is what I've been saving this. You find a guy named Real Washington, and then did even give me a shout out on the 35th day. Really? Come on, Mason. I mean, I still feel
0: terrible about that. I do. I said, I still feel awful about that. (laughs)
3: <laughs> so if people wonder what we're talking about, uh the 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 Tide 109 uh staff does a great job of counting down to the season and uh I gave Mason a hard time off air, but I've been saving for an opportunity to give him a hard time on air because uh on the 35th day he chose a different 35. I I was like, Mason, what's up? But anyway, you chose a pretty pretty good one, though. I will have to give you, if I'm not going to get it, uh, there's only like two guys that that I would be okay with you giving it to, and that would be D'Amico Rhines, or Kerry Goode. I think uh,
0: the people are going to be a little surprised with who I go with today. Do what now? I I think the people are going to be a little bit surprised at who I go with today.
3: Oh, so you're not going with Mark Ingram then?
0: Oh no, it's gonna it's a it's today's gonna be a deep cut, Martin. Oh wow, wow, wow!
3: Now, hey, I'll, uh, I'll give you, I'll give you a you hint.
0: <laughs> I'll give you a hint. It was my first favorite Alabama player. It was the first Alabama jersey I ever got. Oh, DJ Hall. DJ Hall? Yes. Oh, he was. I loved DJ Hall so much.
3: Oh my <laughs> goodness, that's like that's like Mr. Rebel from the, you know. DJ Hall actually may be the reason Alabama ended up being so good uh, and not from the positive at one point. You know, he was one of those that was, I think, a little resistant to the new Saban regime. And, uh, and Saban said, okay, we're going to do it y'all's way. And after that that game, of course, uh, it ended up, uh, the, the guys figured they better buy in after they lost to La Monroe. <laughs> so that's an interesting, interesting choice there. Interesting favorite. So, and that's, it's, it's interesting how people get, you know, pick their favorites and stuff like that. Uh, it's the weirdest, weirdest ways that people, you know, I've had people come up and say, you're my favorite player, Martin, just because of your uniform and the big neck role. <laughs> had nothing to do with how I played, <laughs> so man, there's a lot of reason why people choose it uh so so can't wait to hear 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 that story but uh um d j hall, you know we've talked about guys we would love to see Mason in this new era of football. He's another guy that that if he was here as a wide receiver. In today's game, how dominant would he be? You know, so
0: yeah, I think uh, I think a lot of people forget about how dominant he was when he was here, just because of kind of the era he played in.
4: Um, yeah, a lot of the Kurt- guys from that Shula era get forgotten just because of the struggles. But he was yeah. definitely one of those guys that was a true playmaker.
3: Yeah, he 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 would he would be dominant. And this is a game Curtis Lewis just posted up here. Like guys, you pick as your favorite favorite player. He said a guy named Lenny Patrick, and that's going to be a name you guys probably don't even know. But, man, that dude would have been just – He was a running back, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. If you go back and look at what he – if he could have kept on the straight and narrow and and stuff, man, he would have been one of the all-time greatest. So that may be something fun to do one day is kind of let everybody – out there listening to bring their favorite player to the table. What were you saying, Alex, before we get to break?
4: Yeah, just – I guess – I mean, of course, you being my dad, you know, wearing 35 when I got the opportunity in high school, of course, I was proud to wear that number as that's essentially become our family number. Um, But outside of you, for me, it was – and you remember this – Ken Darby, I actually wore 34 in high school. Before yep. I got the opportunity to wear thirty five because of Ken Darby.
3: Yep. Yeah, y'all kind of similar build and uh, and running style, so yeah, that made a, made a lot of sense. So that'll be a fun. We need to put that on the list one day and let let all the fans kind of tell us who who their favorite player is or what their favorite number is or you know and, and, and why. So. But, uh, hey, before we get to break, X, you got anything real quick uh, on, on any other fronts before we sh- shift over to to football?
4: Yeah, well, b- uh, the Alabama basketball team uh, had another dominant performance yesterday. I think the final score is 104 to 61. Um, ooh, ooh. Yeah, uh, and Brandon Miller once again, Dropping 28 points. I, we, I, Alabama fans, I don't think we're going to have this guy long throwing to him while he's here. Uh, but Brandon Miller looks like he's going to be a very special player, as well as another guy, Nick Pringle. The, the two of those guys I think are going to have amazing seasons for Alabama this year. The Alabama fans, basketball is looking extremely exciting again this year.
3: Isn't Miller the son of uh, a former football player? The tight end. Was it when his dad a yeah. tight end? We can we can check that at the break. But yeah, I think so. But anyway, let's uh, get the break here. Come back on the other side. We're gonna continue with some football conversation around. Uh, get. Hey, we're we're going into our first scrimmage on this Friday, picking out the breakout players, the leading rushers, uh, and. Um, <clears throat> And so there there's a, a lot uh to 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 get to and break down. So we will continue uh that process as we enjoy the process, like Nick Saban said. So everybody get your mind right, get ready, coming back on the other side. I'm gonna need, you know, first touchdown, I'm gonna need uh first uh sack, uh first um, you know, uh rushing touchdown first interception all of that right here on the martin houston show with martin and xavier on tide 100.9 tide
0: 100.9 keep it locked into tide 100.9 for more of the martin houston show with martin houston and xsno sports xavier houston
3: Welcome back into the Martin Houston show with Martin and Xavier on Tide 100.9. Uh, and as we were going to break there, uh, we had uh, the opportunity to talk a little bit uh, <clears throat> um, about um, uh, Mr. Brandon Miller uh, X, as we were going to break there. Uh, and uh, I didn't want to misspeak, but, uh, yeah, Daryl was here when I was here. He's younger than I am, but uh, I thought that's who that was. But uh, his, his son got a little more height, a little, little more length than him, but played tight end here under uh, Coach Stallings. So um, Daryl, the father of Brandon, um, and um, – uh, that's good stuff. When you see uh, the, the legacies come back and they come back, even in a different way, but look, don't look like you said X does not look like we're gonna have him here very long, if he's able to translate this into the season. So, uh, just a couple couple of things that we were asking people for on this fire sale Friday. Um, uh, the. Uh, Curtis Lewis getting in on the first uh so we'll talk about since he started off with this one who's going to throw the first pass and who's going to catch the first pass touchdown Curtis Lewis getting in on the conversation Bryce to Burton Bryce to Burton and the first sack he has Jameel Burrow so we'll we'll talk about that uh um and then uh Curtis Lewis said McVay will have to like Oates and shed some of that, uh, 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 baby fat talking about he'll have to be like Oates, the big offensive lineman, uh, that we talked about earlier in the program as well. Curtis Lewis also said, uh, I think he meant Milro. Uh, sometimes the auto complete, uh, doesn't give us it, uh, maybe a Milro first rushing touchdown Curtis, if that's wrong, just, uh, Call it in and tell us or um, just retype it there. All right, uh, let's go ahead, uh, guys. We'll get Pat in on this conversation, and then we'll we'll start with it uh, from our side as well. Pat, you're in with the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on Tide 100.9. It's the Album One Hotline welcoming you into the uh, game. What's oh. on your mind, sir?
1: First off, Morton, I would not have disrespected you by leaving your number off of the thirty-five <laughs> days, I promise you. Yeah.
3: <laughs> call, um, call it call him out. Call him out. I uh, know, hey, I, I mean, it's the truth. I mean you the not number thirty-five
1: any more important to you as just as Gene Stollins.
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey Mason, what you gonna do to make that up, Mason? I'm coming, I mean, I mean
0: <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I'll, have to, I'll have to make it up to you somehow, you know. Huh? That's right. I got to make it up to you somehow. All right. We, I'm going to it. I'm gonna hold you to it.
1: <laughs> it won't be the 2023. All right. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, uh, hey, let's, hey, let's talk about um, first off uh, why didn't they not have a fifth star that uh, from what? What I've been reading about the young man is that uh, he has been to every camp possible and has been extremely rare that he's ever been beaten by anybody.
3: Pat now do you know how some of you know how they pick these five stars? First of all uh, yes, there's, a, there's there's a limited num number, first of all. That that's number one. Number two is uh they, they, they try to project who will be first-rounders, and there's only so many first-rounders you can have, okay? So, so there are guys who are, are four-stars who um, are, are clearly better than some of the five-star guys, and they may be in the wrong position. Is he, is he um, you know, if you project three to five years out, are there guys that will be better, first-round prospects than him based on where they are today. So, Well, yeah. And and guess what? You know, know, a lot of people, um, guys, uh, ex-Mason, Pat, a lot of people dogged at Bama bump. You know, they say, okay, if they're closed when they go to Bama, they get a five-star. You know why they get a five-star when they go to Bama?
1: Because of Coach Saban's evaluation.
3: No, because of his development. Think about this. If you're projecting guys as potential five stars, right? Uh, I mean, first-rounders, if you're projecting guys as potential first-rounders and you don't know where a guy's going to go, then you have to look at that guy and say, this guy, no matter who the coaching is, he's Julio Jones. If if, if he go any school, as long as they don't mess him up, he's going to be a first-rounder. You look at a guy like McVay, who comes here, he may get a bump because they, back to Curtis Lewis's point, he may do like oats and drop 25, 30 pounds and and develop in the strength, the nutrition, the conditioning, and all of that, and project forward. That's why they get the bump when they come to Alabama, because Nick Saban put so many guys into the first round. That are marginal for, uh, for uh, four and five stars.
1: So gotcha. legit uh, yeah, and they get it right. And uh, hey, but as far as the uh, first touchdown games, and uh, I'm going to give it to uh, Leary, and uh, because that uh, because of, because of who we're going to be playing in the, in the first game. No, Man, no,
3: no, I'm, we're talking about tomorrow. We're talking about tomorrow. We're talking
1: about tomorrow in the scrimmage. Oh, 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 oh. this this scrimmage. Oh, I got you. Yeah, we're, I got you.
3: Yeah, we're practicing. We're practicing. We're, we're, we're scrimmaging right along with them, Pat. We're getting ready for that first week.
1: Uh, okay. Okay, now, now I got that. I didn't, I didn't catch all the conversation. I'm sorry. And, uh, hey, well, I'm going to go uh, again. I'm still going to go with Larry because of
3: the speed.
1: And uh, so, okay, Now I got a question. Are we gonna practice uh live kickoffs? Probably not.
3: Probably not. That's why I had not mention that. Probably not. Okay.
1: I would. I would hope. I'd hope not. Because, good lord, but we don't can, need like. We, we we got you, people that have potential to hurt somebody.
3: Yeah. Well, you. But you can give me who you think is gonna be the the kick returner if you want.
1: The uh, kick returner, Mister Harrell, Harrell. A. Okay. Tyler Harrell. At the punt
3: returner or
1: the kick returner? The kick returner. Uh-huh. But, uh, if you can get the ball in his hands, good gracious. <laughs> but <laughs> he's, <laughs> supposed to, he's supposed to have it, Martin. And hey, How do you say in spades? He's supposed to have it. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. and, uh, but, hey, well, if we had good, but, uh, but Larry is, uh, is fast too. And, uh, but uh, but again, I, you also mentioned a uh a guy that's that's gonna help on special teams. I think that uh your uh your favorite running back from last year's class uh, is gonna be uh, the guy that does that does the most uh, on special teams. you not think you're gonna take him make him uh, uh put him on special teams to get to get him a little playing time
3: talking about henderson yes yeah i, I think so hey, i appreciate you pat got another call got yeah right. thank you get you. another yeah. yeah, 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 the people
1: to talk all right hey have a blessed weekend martin houston and uh Beto, and you too x bye-bye
3: yes sir all right bye-bye all right curtis you're in with the martin houston show with martin and xavier on album on hotline what's on your mind sir
2: Hey, wasn't that little – the running back with the freshman running back, Miller,
3: that we got. Isn't that – wasn't yeah, he, yeah. his name Miller? Yeah, Jamarian Jim, Jim Miller. I, yeah, Jamarian Miller, yeah. Yeah, that's the guy yeah. i said would be the first rushing touchdown. Okay, all right. That, yeah. I, 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 when you saw the – when you said running back, yeah, I, I knew that's what it was. I, I couldn't – oh, I was yeah. like, Is he talking about Miller or is he talking about Miro? That's why I said you can't ever tell with this – um with this autocomplete, man. It'll have you uh, – saying and doing things that you ain't got no business saying and doing if you're not paying attention to what you write. <laughs> but, oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, hey, and I, and hey, guys, yesterday, I don't know, I, I talked about So, Curtis, Curtis and I had a little conversation yesterday about, and I'm not dogging any shows, but someone yesterday, undoubtedly, Curtis, did someone say that Malachi Moore started all of the games last year before he got beat yeah. up?
2: Yeah, yeah, that was another show out of uh, on, on uh, our station. No, not on our station. It was on out of Birmingham, and those guys don't know don't know their head from their feet when they talk about football. But um, and I and I and I don't. I'm not gonna say the name, but I always called them the three fronting girls. So, <laughs> but um, but they said but Malachi, that Malachi, 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 had a,
3: Malachi had a great freshman year, He he got hurt down the stretch, and. And when he when he when he got hurt down those last couple of games, Brian Branch stepped in, and that Joker has not relinquished uh, that no. position since. So I thought that yeah. was pretty pretty interesting conversation to think that Malachi was a starter last year. <laughs> yeah, these Malachi guys said that he started
2: 15 games. He said, and Malachi he said he was good friends with Malachi because he started 15 games. I'm like, well, you're not very good friends with him because he did not start 15 games for Alabama last year. <laughs> I, said, I, no, remember I don't one
4: think he, game, started, he all started all the games last year. I, uh-huh. think no. at the be- I think he started at the beginning of last year, and then about probably about halfway through the season, Branch took over as the starter Who? of last year. Who, Malachi? I'm pretty sure Malachi started last year.
2: He- I think we just saw a no. lot
4: more of both of them on the field. I'm not sure I
2: don't sure think Malachi- he probably played in 15 games, but he didn't start 15 games. He probably played in a
3: I don't remember him starting any of them. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I just know he was hurt at the end of the year, and he was still struggling with it uh, last camp. That's what I remember. But maybe he started some games. I But I know that Brian Branch yeah. has been the man, you know, because they were kind of – they were two peas in a pod as freshmen, like connected at the, at the hip because they both were impressing early in camp uh, as true freshmen – and they battled it out but uh Malachi yeah. uh, kind of faded I don't remember him starting if he if he was starting at the beginning of the year he wasn't having a big impact but I remember Brian playing really well last year so we we'll, yeah. we'll, we may have to go back and look And, and I've uh, got
2: the list um, on my first interception I'm going to say is going to be Rick. but I think Ricks is going to be he's that kind, type of DB that that we love to see, but we don't really see him at Bama a whole lot because we don't really play the ball. Our D didn't play the ball until uh, now. Of course, with um, t Rob coming in, we probably will have those kind of DBs, but Ricks is a ball home. That guy would go mm-hmm. at the ball. He might not be the best practice player. But I know during the games with LSU, if that ball went up in the air, he was just like a little chicken hawk. He just went straight forward. Yeah out balls that
3: you just love the CPPs go again yeah and that, that's what I think he, you know I think he is one of those guys that you just know he has the talent and you hope he practices well enough to get to the field yeah. and if he can yeah. do that to game one if he can do that to get in game one he'll be the starter all year uh and but he's also a guy that has so much talent Curtis that I think if he doesn't get in he could, he could sour quickly because he's so oh, yeah. talented. I mean, and, I, and yeah. I think clearly, you know, from a pure talent standpoint and what we saw production-wise at LSU, uh, he's probably the best corner on the team uh, who could be passed by Kool-Aid McKinstry, McKinstry uh, or one other guy. But he's the most talented and, and, and most mature guy we got. If he can, as you said, can practice well enough to get to the game.
2: Yeah, and that's the hardest thing it is for a player. I mean, it's extremely hard to sit on the bench and watch somebody play in front of you that you know and the other guys know is not as good as you, that you're the better player, but you don't practice whatever. Well you may be doing some knucklehead things off the field, not saying that Ricky is, but just saying that like the um what's the little stupid kid that got in trouble in Texas that um they were talking about earlier? A the wide Fever. Yeah, job, yeah, it and it's hard to sit there and watch somebody play ahead of you, and you know that you're the better player, but you're just doing things that, for whatever reason being, that's not going to allow you to get on the field ahead of that guy. And that's, yeah, that's and a hard thing to do.
3: Is, and the reality of it is, last year, Jai Hall probably talent-wise was the third best receiver on the team, potentially.
2: Yeah, yeah. But yet you watch yeah. a slave boat and go out there and catch balls. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> So, so that, that's got to be a hard job. fall at that point. It is. It's a Giants' fault. Oh, oh, by far, it's a Giants' fault. No doubt. No doubt about it. Yeah. But now I did, and I something that I, I keep getting the kick out because I keep hearing on other shows uh, or podcasts that this is the year um, for Goldie. That this is the year that he because he got all these players and he got all this this um, talent and experience. Well, it's not like we're Vanderbilt or Kentucky. We always have players and we always have talent. And if the only time that you're going to shine is when everything goes right for you, then that doesn't mean that you are better D.C. than the next guy because everything was right for you. You got all this talent and all these players. I think you really make your bones when you do not have all that talent. You do not have all that experience, but you are able to do the things necessary to win. That's when you you make your bones. You really
4: don't like Golden, do you?
2: No, I really don't like Golden at all. No, I don't like him. But I will give him props if he does his job. But I just think that at this point, if we do well on defense, and it's because we've got excellent number of linebackers, we've had good linebackers always, it's going to be because of Grantham. They're going to install some of the things that Grantham does best, and of course some of the things that Grantham don't do very well, which is blitz way too much. But that's going to be tempered because it's going to be still under But when it's time to bring that pressure package, and we saw it last year, our pressure package looked like they came right straight out of middle school. I mean, you knew who was going to blitz. You knew who was not coming because the guy will walk up in the line and then he'll come. All right, well, good gracious, the sky something.
3: Just pull yeah. us a little Cur- bit. Cur- Cur- <laughs> and this is what I would say about this year for Pete. Every year there's been a reason for Bama fans to say um, if Pete had this it may have been better if Pete had this you know because he, ha- he, he he had some difficult things happen for a defensive coordinator this year if we don't if we don't come out and look like a dominant defense I think that this this team could potentially hurt Golding's opinion in a lot of Bama fans eyes more than help him because counter kind of to your point if he does it he had a great team great defense if he doesn't do it <laughs> because in the past it was like well he he didn't do it because he had mozi go out or uh, uh you know um he, he 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 didn't have a starting mic or injuries well right now at this point i think he's in a in a in a position where if it don't if we don't look good and dominant this year, then I think people who have been anti Golden will have a leg to stand on even more. So And that that's true. And I blame Georgia for that. Really for that. Because
2: everybody saw what Saber said couldn't happen. Well, we saw Georgia do it on defense. Okay, yeah. so you can't have that kind of defense. Well, Georgia just had that kind of defense. Well now we're looking at our team. We said, well, we got more or as many players on defense, yep. playmakers on defense, as Georgia has, but if we don't do what Georgia does, then it's going to still look bad on Pete. Like you yep. just said, it's going to still look bad on Pete because we didn't do it the way Georgia done it, and yep. we just know that we've got better play. We've got the Terminate well, over there or we play two right there on the opposite side of them. So everybody looking like that defense and thinking, well, then you got Braxton, the little. Matt, the, the, the guy who was just as equal as, as Yoke, as Dallas Turner is. So we yeah. know we've got the players. But everybody yeah. knows it now. But we've always had good players.
3: We've never yeah. been lacking in players. Yeah. yeah, and appreciate that content, Curtis, because if we – our defense should be in the same realm with Georgia's defense last year, and our offense should be better than last year. So – It should. If, you, if this team don't get there – It's going to be, this will be, this team not winning a national title will clearly, in my opinion, stand alone as the most disappointing at this point in the season when you look at it. I don't know if we've had a time, especially in the modern era, the past era, that Nick Saban has had a bona fide offense that can score in the 40s and a defense which is expected to be the number one or two, three defense in the nation. Never had that combo, so if we don't get Never. it done this year, man, whoo, 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 it's gonna be a it's lot of. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, it's gonna be hard to swallow. Oh yeah, it's be
2: hard to swallow that deal. Carry. Okay, fellow. y'all have a good one. Good weekend.
3: A, all right, you coming back carry. on the other side, we'll continue the conversation around. What's your first, guys? Have your have your uh, thoughts and opinions ready right here to continue the conversation on Tide one hundred point nine.